The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7 episode 631. Today it's our weekly update on Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, this is Mike and Joe from the Cantina Cast. And you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and we are 265 days away from the release of Rogue One. Just 265 short days, and still no trailer, still no word about it. We held off on recording this until after 12 p.m. on Friday, which is by the time that any official releases from the Lucasfilm camp would be coming out. And no dice, no such luck, so we are still in a holding pattern. And it does seem at this point that we might be in for a couple of weeks more because, of course, the home release of The Force Awakens is coming up. It is coming out on digital in uh, on Saturday, a week from today, April 1st. Uh, excuse me, uh, not quite. <laughs> i got to do my math right. Uh, actually, it's a week away from when we're recording this. We're recording this on Friday the 25th, and it comes out on Friday the 1st digital. And then, of course, the hard copy DVD comes out following Tuesday, April the 5th. So every reason to think that they will probably now wait a couple of weeks unless they do something surprising and stash the Rogue One trailer in the DVD. Wouldn't that be something? But probably not at this rate. I think we may be looking at another few weeks before we finally see the trailer. And can't wait, still can't wait. (laughs) I was reading a comment in one of the threads on Star Wars Newsnet where somebody said, at this point, I can predict that the Rogue One trailer will come out before Rogue One. (laughs) And that seems about as close as we're going to get right now. So, eh, you know, maybe it's going to follow a standard format. Maybe it's going to be six months, seven months before the trailer comes out, as in before the movie premieres. So if that's the case, then we're looking at May or June, and then maybe all those Civil War discussions end up being somewhat pertinent. So, I don't know. I guess we're still going to have to play it by ear. Some interesting news bites to share with you, though. First off is the news that Gary Wooda is at work on Star Wars Rebels again. So he is writing episodes for the cartoon series. And why that relates to Rogue One is simply the fact that when he left the whole Rogue One screenwriting process, there had been some talk of, oh boy, you know, this could be a bad thing. But other quarters had suggested that, no, nah, you know, he had his own movie to go work on. And sometimes screenwriters just take their first pass of the script and then leave, and it happens in Hollywood, whatever. Well, it certainly seems like that latter explanation is definitely the case, considering that if he's still doing work for Lucasfilm, then they certainly have a good taste in their mouth about Gary with us. So I would say that it's very good news that he is working on Rebels, not just because it seems like he does well with the Rebels and he's done work for them before, so they're bringing him back. So I think that speaks well of him, but also that it speaks well the work that he did on Rogue One. And speaking of bringing things back, there's a, I don't know if you'd call it a rumor exactly, about an original trilogy vehicle that may be appearing in Rogue One. 
And I don't know if vehicles fall within the spoiler realm, but I'm going to treat it like such anyway. And I'll tell you after the trivia question today what the vehicle is, but I'll give you the broad highlights of what the story is, and you can decide whether you want to go from there. Sissy Wang, who is the wife of Donnie Yen, who appears in Rogue One, was out somewhere about and saw a replica of a certain vehicle and said it's so cool visiting this display and that the vehicle looked exactly like the real thing when visiting hubby on the set hubby donnie yen of course and so yes i've left off a couple of pertinent details in case this really does fall within a spoiler wheelhouse for you personally i don't think it does but you know i gotta take it with a grain of salt anyway we'll tell you all about that after the break and after trivia Meanwhile, I've been spending a lot of time staring at the cast photo for Rogue One, looking at it basically as intently. You remember those magic eye things where if you, like, stared at it the right way, it would suddenly have depth to it? Well, that's the way I've been staring at the cast photo. And i got to say, there are a couple of things that stand out for me that I haven't seen necessarily rumor talked about, so I think this is just my own guesswork, but some of it seems actually pretty obvious when you give it some thought. First of all, the idea of where that cast photo is taken. And for the longest time, I was like, oh, you know, some rebel base somewhere, blah, blah, blah. But the more I look at the picture and the more I think about it, and again, I haven't seen this written anywhere yet, but I feel like it's got to be Yavin 4. It's got to be the Masasi Temple where all the X-Wings were housed, where they made their attack on the Death Star from. And part of the reason why I think that is because also... The the whole opening crawl of Star Wars, a.k.a. A New Hope, sets this up with the Rebels striking from a hidden base have scored their first victory and stealing the plans from the Death Star, or to the Death Star, I should say. And striking from a hidden base, well, here you go, here's your hidden base. <laughs> it's almost like it's been under our noses all along, it's Yavin 4, and it sure looks like Similar kind of stonework and vines hanging around in that cast photo. I'm thinking that we're on Yavin 4 for this. I'd love to know what you think, though. Share your thoughts at the comments of the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com. Hey, Rebel Rouser. You're listening to this podcast. Maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story, too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com slash SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com slash SW7X7. All right, time for trivia, and then for that whole vehicle thing. Red squad, blue squad, take my lead. I'm on it. I'm with your team. Last time we asked you for the name of the bright yellow-colored droid that we see hard at work at the Resistance base on Dakar, and that is Buford, B-U-4-D. There you go. Today's question, who's the Resistance pilot whose character name may have been inspired by a Beastie Boys album? All right, so about that spoiler. So Sissy Wang, Donnie Yen's wife, posted about three months ago, maybe even closer to four months, and said that she had been at the Times Square Star Wars Lego display, and she got a photograph of herself sitting in front of a T-47 air speeder, which you might know better as a snow speeder, and that's certainly how I know it better. And she said it looks exactly like the real thing when visiting Hubby on the set. So, oh my, is it possible that we could be getting T-47 airspeeders in the movie? Yeah, it sure seems like that's a possibility. I mean, of course, you know, maybe if she is not a Star Wars fan, Donnie Yen's wife, Sissy, is, then maybe she doesn't necessarily recognize it so immediately. But 
Mm, I don't know. This sounds like pretty proof positive to me, especially when I look back at the one concept art thing for Rogue One that's been ever released, and it was shown at Celebration in Anaheim. I pulled it up, and darn it if it wasn't lying in plain sight, but I'm pretty sure the silhouette of one of the planes that's landing could be even more for all I know but one of the planes, uh, one of the, the spaceships that's landing, it's not really in space so I feel like planes is actually kind of an accurate description of it, but one of the ships that is hovering over the ground definitely could be a T-47 airspeeder or even something like a T-46 in other words uh, you know, a generation back or so and that's going to do it, so thank you for tolerating me saying planes when spaceships just wouldn't do and I just didn't want to say ships over and over again uh, but thank you so much for tuning in and we'll check with you tomorrow for the episode 8 update thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7 and hey, before you force choke your captain check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos videos and more and if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at patreon.com slash SW7X7. It's not an apology, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.